are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! We are back like them dinosaurs from the 90s, baby. You know what I'm talking about, Trey? Oh, my God. What a good one. I like that. (laughs) We go way back, baby. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bandy. With me, as always, is Trey. How's it going over there, Trey? It's going good, man. I'm excited. We're getting closer and closer every day to football season, baby. That is right. That is right. So right now we're in the preseason, baby. Speaking of preseason, today we are talking about 10 things that the preseason has already taught us. Let's go ahead and get it going, get started. The first thing we have learned from the preseason is Damian Pierce may be the real deal. Hey, man, he looked good. He looked good. Everybody's talking about him. Everybody's buzzing about him. Uh, he, I mean, he, what was it, five rushes for 49 yards and one catch? Um, he, he does play for the Texans, so that probably scares a few people. But what, what do you think? Yeah, man, I think he looked really good. They uh, they come out and said that basically he had the best um, running back rating out of the preseason, out of all the running backs that were out there. Um, I think it was like a 90 is what they gave him. And, like, I mean, dude was killing it. He was showing a lot of poise, and he was he was juking back and forth. I mean, he was killing it out there. I was very impressed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yes, sir. Now, being part of the Texans offense, you know, that's not going to be – um, it can't be great because then let's, you know, we'll see what we'll see how that goes. But still, I think that, you know, somebody's got to produce on that offense if they're ever going to win any games. Um, so I think that from what I've seen from preseason, which, you know, it's not a lot to look at, but, um, he definitely showed more than what I was expecting to come out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, a lot of people's worry is probably, you know, that Marlon Mack was just signed to be the guy there, but they only signed Mack to one year, uh, $2 million, which is less than they pay Rex Burkhead. And I think easily Damian Pierce could become the guy there. I mean, Marlon Mack also has a history of being injured. So, I mean, if he goes down, we know Rex Burkhead is not the guy as much right. as he wants to be. He he just isn't the guy. I, I'm excited for Damian Pierce, man. And I will say that um, 42 of those 49 yards were after contact. Um, mm-hmm. So he definitely knows how to break a tackle and and really push through some guys. Mm-hmm. He showed his speed. He showed his power. Another thing I might be a little concerned about is that their head coach, Lovey Smith, he's really old school, and he tends to rely on his veterans more than he would a rookie, which I yeah. agree with, actually. I'm just excited, and, and I want to see Damian Pierce get going. I'm sure we all are. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, you got to think about this. He's always split carries in college. He was always, he was never the workhorse. So that's something to think about. Um, So pay attention to Damian Pierce. Um, But the next thing we want to talk about is, and it's not a great thing to talk about, but Antonio Gibson and his fumbles, man. He's still fumbling in the preseason. 
I mean, mm-hmm. it's devastating. And, uh, you know, it was like one of the very, very first few plays and it got them back for uh, be able to score a touchdown on them. I mean, it was sad to watch, man. And, and there's already been so much decline on Antonio Gibson in, in drafts and going into the preseason and everything just because of this, the split and that uh, three different backs in the backfield. And now I'm hearing that dude is practicing with the third string in the punt team. I mean, yep. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 scary. I mean, he's fumbled on the second run of the game. Yeah, bro. I mean, I mean, he was just getting away, getting going. I'm sure in his head, he's like, this year is going to be different. You know, I'm going to show him what's up and then boom, puts that ball on the ground. He cannot do that, bro. I'm staying clear of Antonio Gibson this year in fantasy. I just can't put myself through that. <laughs> yeah, bro. There's, I mean, he's going still, uh, you know, in like in between the fi- fifth and eighth round. Um, but I don't want to touch him at all. Like, I just, I don't think, I think that Brian Robinson is going to be the man there. Honestly, I think he's going to step up. And I don't think Antonio Gibson, I just don't think he has what it takes anymore. And I don't, and not even that. Maybe if he still has what it takes, the coaches don't believe in him and the team doesn't believe in him. So, you know, it's, I don't believe in him. <laughs> it's hard to when they, when every time he touches the ball, it gets put on the ground. But you got to also think J.D. McKissick is there. I mean, he's mainly a, you know, catch the ball kind of guy. But, I mean, with them three in there, I just feel like staying away from the commander's running back room is the way to go this year. I, I'm thinking Antonio Gibson's going to be a bust. Yeah, I'm right there with you on that one, man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And to keep it rolling, the next thing we're going to talk about, another not-so-good thing that the preseason has shown us, that the Cowboys cannot stop with the penalties. Bro. It's, it's, it's insane, man. I mean, Mike McCarthy said last year, we're going to clean this up. We're going to do better. I mean, he also said that, you know, it's just preseason, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just preseason, man. But that's discipline, man. That's from the coaches down. I don't care what anybody says. If if you're um, not teaching it, then you're allowing it to happen. And, and that's just not good. Yeah, man. You know, um, last year they led the league in penalties with 127 in 2021. Um, they had 17 penalties for 129 yards in their preseason game. That's a record. Yeah, bro, that's insane. And uh, when I, I actually, that's one of the games that I actually sat down and watched the whole game through when it was happening. And it was just like every time I turned around, it was like pew, penalty, 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 penalty. And I was like, dude. And that's what immediately I dropped that text. I said, dude, they're never going to win a game with these penalties, bro. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, I mean, they had 14 penalties in the wild card game last year that they lost to the Niners. Um, without those penalties, I mean, it might have been a better game. I mean, it's just insane, bro. They got to clean that up. You know what? I, I, I'm sorry, but this comes down to Mike McCarthy. They're a very undisciplined team, and he needs to hold those guys accountable. Yeah, man. And you know, I've actually, you know, we 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 as a as a fourth and flex, you know, we've been on on the climb with the Cowboys. Um, you know, during the off season, we've really been kind of rising on them. But this doesn't help at all, man. I mean this this is it's not a good thing. You're right. You're right. We started the year really you know, disliking the Cowboys, but the more we thought and, and dug into it, we, we were starting to like them, but it was, they don't knock all these penalties off. I, I don't know if I'll be able to trust them this year. Yeah. I don't want my uh, quarterback uh, throwing from uh, third and 50. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fourth and flex fantasy football podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is your leader in the below the waist 
male grooming. Guys, let me reach into my magical manscape bag here and pull you out something nice. Looky there, the lawnmower 4.0, baby. This thing is bad mofo right here, bro. I love it, man. It it is doing its job very well, if I might add. My balls are smooth as a baby's bottom. This mixed with the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Bro, it's like lotion for your ball sack. I'm telling you, bro. You hit it with the shave. Then you hit it with this. Whoo, it's smooth, baby. I know because I have literally shaved mine with a razor. I've shaved it with a hair trimmer. And, you know, it always feels rough and bumpy and all that. And, I mean, bro, you hit it with this ball toner, man, and it is smooth as your girl's legs. I'm telling you guys. Get that performance package. It has all them goodies. You get some free gifts. You get the boxers. You get the man shed. Bro, that's where it's at. Let me tell you, bro. Let me tell you about the boxers, okay? Anti-chafing boxer briefs. They are so fire, bro. I went for a jog the other day. I purposefully put on the boxers just to see how good the anti-chafing was. I ran all the way around the block three times. I come home sweating my ass off head to toe. No chafing, no problems. Nice. Bro. They're nice. so comfortable. They're smooth. They're silky. And they say manscaped at the top. <laughs> if they see it at the top, then they know it's good at the bottom, baby. That's right. <laughs> Guys, right now you can get 20% off and free shipping worldwide if you use our promo code down there at the bottom of the screen, superflex20. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code superflex20, you'll get 20% off, you get all the good things, and your lady is going to love you. Guys, check out Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Um, but moving forward, we also have Romeo Dobbs might be the number one for the Packers. What do you think <laughs> about that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He looked great in that game, man. Um, Aaron Rodgers was talking him up. So, I mean, I think this is going to make the Lizard King shares go down. I mean, everybody's really high on the Lizard King, Alan Lazard this year. And I just think uh, Dobbs playing the way that he did, um, it, it's really not looking good for Lazard. Yeah, man, I was I was really excited to see how he played in the preseason game, um, and he, and he definitely showed some spurts. The only thing that scares me is because Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, um, and it's like, is he gonna, you know, because he just has those things with the rookies, man. But I know he's already talked up Dobbs and everything like that, so I like that. But at the same time, he did literally in an interview he said Lazard is the wide receiver one. So it's scary to think about that. But at the same time, there's no one else on the team besides maybe Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon to catch a ball. So mm -hmm. dude's going to get some points. And if he keeps doing what he's doing and shines to Aaron Rodgers, then he's going to slowly take that role more and more and more. Yep. And, and like you said, Aaron Rodgers does not like his rookies in general. Um, maybe I'm starting to think that maybe he just doesn't like incompetence. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I was listening to him and he was saying that, uh, basically he said that he was, um, the way that he was producing in, in practice and everything he's only seen out of, uh, the top 10 greatest wide receivers to ever play in green Bay. Um, Ooh. so, I mean, that's just, 
that's words from Aaron Rodgers' mouth. So it's exciting to hear that, but at the same time, you're like, he's a rookie and Aaron Rodgers does Aaron Rodgers things, and you never know what, what dude's really going to say. Yeah, I mean, and Dobbs is going super late in drafts. I mean, you could end up taking him way down low, and he could be so much value if he becomes even the number two on that team. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I, he's going undrafted in some places, which, you know, mm-hmm. and probably not more and more as we get closer to the year, you'll have to take him with one of your last two picks. But still, even then, you know, he's value if he does anything. I would be willing to throw a dart at that guy. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. And let's keep rolling. Uh, George Pickens, carving up that D, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Uh, he was fighting the defense left and right, man. I mean, he was really killing them. And I uh, got that that deep touchdown. I mean, I'm excited for him, dude. I think that he's uh, going to be uh, superior than Chase Claypool in this role, man. Yeah, no, I could see that for sure. Um, maybe not quite a Deontay Johnson, but... People what? are saying that he might take over Deontay <laughs> Johnson and, and outperform him. I think that's a little reach. I think that's a little far... Um, I think Deontay Johnson is a monster. He's just been quiet because of what he's been dealing with the past couple of years with his quarterback. But we'll have to see, man, you know, because everybody's looking for the next Jamar Chase and, you know, Justin Jefferson. That's what everybody wants. And maybe mm-hmm. Jordan Pickens is it. I mean, he could be. He, he went three for five, 44 yards and one touchdown for the plays that he was on the field. And that touchdown was he, – he caught that touchdown from Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So, listen, if he can catch touchdowns from Mason Rudolph – and he can definitely catch touchdowns from Mitchell Trubisky, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I think this guy in your dynasty leagues will be a phenomenal pickup. No doubt. Yeah. Um, if if you if you haven't already done your uh, rookie draft in uh, in your dynasty leagues, like George Pickens is the man. Um, and you know he in in most dynasty leagues that have already done their draft, I think he went lower than you know Drake London, Traylon Burks, all these other guys who are struggling in the mm. off season. But Pickens is you know tearing up. So you know if you got him when you that low, you got did a good job. And and I, I and I would probably honestly I would take him over Dubs in a uh, in mm. a redraft. I would take him definitely a lot sooner. Um, but <laughs> you can still get him super late, probably the seventh or eighth round. Um, so if, like I say, if he, if he's anything on that team, it's value when you're getting those late round rookie picks. Mm-hmm. Gonna be pickings me up some George, buddy. There you go. And we keep it rolling on the same team. Let's talk about Kenny Pickett, who should poise in the pocket. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. 13 for 15, 95 yards, two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns was uh, a game winner. I might add. Yeah, bro. And I was just excited to see all the fans like just going nuts. Um, you know, they were, they had a standing ovation when he went in the game, everybody from Pittsburgh, the college where he played was there. Like it was a huge deal. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm happy for the dude. I'm happy. I also add, he had three rushes for 16 yards also. I mean, that's, that's something these guys rushing in the preseason scares the hell out of me. Remember last year in the preseason, Justin Fields got hammered in the preseason, bro. I watched him play, um, against Seattle and, and he started, uh, like he was going to run and then he like stopped. He's like, Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're in the preseason, baby. Uh, history is not about to repeat itself, bro. Hey, <laughs> I man, speak, speaking of Justin Fields, did you hear what he said when he was like, um, 
basically the struggles that he's having on the team right now is that the wide receivers he's working with wouldn't have made six string uh, at Ohio State. <sighs> I'm like, bro, bro. give him a break. <laughs> Dude, that is no way to build chemistry, bro. You think you want these guys to work for you? That is not the way to go, bro. And I think Darnell Mooney is electric. Right. And he's like, they wouldn't make the sixth string at Ohio State. First of all, sir, you barely made the NFL, and you might not have your job next year if you keep doing like this. You know what no, I'm saying? No, no. I mean, even in what I've seen in the preseason so far this year, I'm still not convinced Fields is the guy, bro. Anyways, let's get back to Pickett. Right. Look, after seeing what Pickett did, um, I'm thinking maybe Tomlin might have a harder decision to make. But I think Tomlin is old school, and he's going to run with the veteran on this. And, um, you know, he'll do it the way that he thinks it needs to be done. Yeah, man. And I've heard a lot of things about this, um, about this quarterback room. You know, I've heard that um, Trubisky is going to be all year the dude unless he gets a uh, pending injury. Kenny Pickett's not going to play a single snap. Um, I've heard that Mason Rudolph is going to beat out Trubisky, and they're going to start Rudolph over Pickett. <laughs> oh, um, no. Which, you know, if you're drafting, you know, a quarterback, you know, like the, especially the only quarterback in the first two rounds of the draft, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to be you got to want to play him. You know what I mean? And so I personally think that you're going to get about three games of Trubisky, maybe a, a half a game of Rudolph. And then the fans are going to be like, pick it, pick it, pick it. And Tom's going to be like, you know what? Let's give him a game. You know what I'm They're saying? They're gonna and bust out be, those picket ooh, fences. Wow, bro! Yes, sir. And <laughs> I can't wait, bro, because this just the the energy in the atmosphere. I guarantee is gonna be enough for them to put on some major points on the board. <laughs> Heck yeah, bro! Heck yeah. So, also something that we have learned in the preseason is that the Texans defense could be something to watch. This is probably not a very popular opinion, but the Texans defense has been ranked almost dead last all year. But I tell you, in that preseason game, they looked like, you know, they looked tough. They looked like they wanted to do something. They looked like they wanted to show people that they're not the Texans of old. Yeah, man. And I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Texans anyway. You know what I mean? Uh being that now we have Deshaun Watson's results that it's an 11 game suspension with a $5 million fine. His first game back will be against the Texans. And I cannot <laughs> wait to watch that game. I almost wonder if the NFL planned it that way. Oh, they're dude. like, well, they said they wanted to go 12 games. Right. But mm. then they're like, well, if we go 11 games, this will happen. So, I mean, oh, you know, know, the, the money is going to be insane, bro. Did you hear the preseason not to get, off on the Browns, but the preseason they were chanting, you know, horrible things at Deshaun when he oh, came out there. I know, and I think that affected him, dude. Oh, dude, he played like shit. Mm-hmm. And they 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 made him they let him feel it. That's for sure. I'd love but, to see the Texans defense carve up Deshaun. <laughs> That'd be something to watch, bro. The Texans defense, though, in that preseason game, they had what three sacks. Um three interceptions. So, I mean, they were doing stuff, you know, they, you know, again, it's preseason. Are these the people that are going to be playing? You know, we don't know. We don't know on both sides of the ball, honestly, you know, these guys that were playing on their defense could have, you know, been doing great against their thirds and seconds. You know, we, we don't know, yeah. but all I'm saying is that they look tough. They look physical and they look ready to answer the bell. 
Heard that. So my favorite thing from the preseason um, so far is my boy Desmond Ritter, who is nothing to joke about. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And, you know, I know they brought in Mariota and everything like that. And Mariota looked good, too. I'm not going to lie. Dude was killing it. He, was get, he got that rushing touchdown. I mean, he was doing some great plays and everything. But when Ritter came in, bro, I don't know why. I was so excited. And I hadn't even done a lot of research on Ritter. But when I started watching him, I was like, this dude can run. He can dodge. He can juke, jive, job. I mean, you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. That's Desmond Ritter. Okay? <laughs> Duck, dive, deep, dive, and dodge. <laughs> and then fourth and nine, you know, a couple seconds left on the clock. They're down uh, by like a couple points or whatever. And he throws up dime piece to the end zone for a touchdown wins the game bro mm. it was so hype mm. well you know if you look at his numbers he went 10 of 22 which that's not a very good you know passing passer rating but uh he he went for he threw for 103 yards two touchdowns and he also ran for 59 yards i mean i mean that sounds really good but the numbers don't look as great as i feel like my eyes saw right. Right, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah, the, if he passed the eye test, but maybe not the math test. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just remember what Ritter said, though. He said, "I'm not leaving Atlanta until I win a Super Bowl." So, Atlanta fans, get yeah, ready. Man. And and I haven't heard this comparison, so I don't know if this if I'm saying this first or what. But he really gave me like Kyler Murray vibes out there on the field, like because he's not a big dude, but he was just. You know, I mean, he was going, man. I was excited. I was like, he's going to run it again. Let's go, baby. And, you know, fantasy football, we love running quarterbacks because they put all them points on the board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I believe that Mariota has won that job. I think it's his job to lose. But I think it's nice to have Ritter sitting back there and, and, and ready to take it if they need him to. And I, I personally hope that Ritter does get to- to sit back and, and kind of watch and, and really get a feel for the NFL before they throw him out there, you know, and then, and then him screw it up because he got put out too early. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that I love him. for him sitting behind Mariota more than anybody else, but I, but I don't think it's a bad thing. If anything, Mariota has been there. He's seen a few things. He's been in a few different teams. He knows how things work. So at the very least he can give him a lot of good pro advice, you know? Yeah, no doubt. And another thing that we have learned in the NFL 2022 preseason is Detroit's defense is drastically improved. Yeah, man. Uh, Drafting Agent Hutchinson with the second pick overall. I mean, that dude is a monster. (laughs) Um, And we didn't get to see too much out of him. You know, he only played in the first uh, area or whatever, but. I mean, they're just the play. I mean, that one play where he freaking pushed the lineman out of the way, went straight, then straight tackled the running back for a two yard loss. I mean, it was beautiful. It was exactly what you want out of your second overall pick. I mean, dude is a monster. I bet the Jaguars are second guessing that move of uh, passing on him. No doubt. Because dude looked great, bro. He looked amazing. I, I love it, man. Like I'm in an IDP league and I thought about taking him, but I changed my mind at the last second. And now I'm, I want to go back and change my mind again because dude looked great. I think he's going to get a, a, a lot of sacks this year. Definitely some tackles for losses. I mean, if you play IDP, I think he'll be a good uh, guy to grab up. And even some of the second and third string guys for Detroit's defense were looking good. Um, Rodriguez, the linebacker, you know, uh, he was a rookie as well, I believe. And he was he was all over the place, man. He was I think 
I was listening to watching the game and listening while I was cooking dinner, and he was in on like every freaking every other or every tackle. It was like Rodriguez again, and they were like Rodriguez again. I was like, dude, who is this dude, man? Yeah, they they kept talking about him, but they kept saying like they called him Rodrigo, and like yeah, his, his teammates his, didn't know. His teammates call him Rodrigo, but his they, they said by the end of it, you'll know his name, Rodriguez. <laughs> hey, yes, yeah. They, I, I tell you, man, they looked to me like they were on a mission. A mission to prove that they are not the Detroit Lions of last year. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So the last thing that we've learned from the preseason so far, and it's very sad to talk about, you know, with my Russell Wilson at heart, but Geno Smith is not the answer for Seattle, man. He's just not. I Mm. mean, uh, Drew Locke, I don't think is either, but Geno Smith definitely isn't. I would want them to start Drew Locke every day of the week over Geno Smith. I mean, he struggled in the first game, but he got a touchdown. But the second game, he struggled, and, man, he wasn't moving that ball, bro. He couldn't move it down the field. He he couldn't he, – he didn't look good in the pocket. He just – he was seeing ghosts. I mean – yeah, and and the more the game went on, uh, the second game uh, against the Bears, it just looked like he was like doubting himself. The more the game went on, you know, and he stopped. He stopped trying to do good deep passes and everything. He started checking down constantly to the tight end or a running back and everything like that. And don't get me wrong, DJ Dallas looked good. I like DJ Dallas, <laughs> but Geno Smith, man, was just. It's, I just don't think Seattle needs Jimmy G. Somebody in Seattle, call Jimmy G, get him out there before the Browns do or somebody else does Like you, that you need him because Geno Smith ain't it and Drew Locke isn't going to help you win anything this year anyway. Yeah, I I, I, I agree with that take. Um, Geno is not the answer. Drew Locke is also not the answer. But if you had to pick one, I'm going Drew Locke. Yeah, I'm locking it in. Yeah, lock that <laughs> bad boy in because <laughs> – I know that there's a lot of Geno Smith truthers out there. There really is. I've literally had people DM me to tell me about how great Geno Smith is. And, um, you know, the my eyes don't lie, buddy. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry about it, but Geno is not the answer. Yeah, and he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's been ran on through there for sure. Right. He's been on a lot of different teams, that's for sure. Hey, but since we're talking about Seattle, have you seen Travis Homer? Dude has been going off, bro. Travis Homer has been rushing it like crazy, catching it out the backfield, doing magical things, man. Like, it's insane. I mean, Rashad is the guy, but Homer looks amazing. I don't know if he's been doing some, you know, workouts or what. Maybe hit that TB12 method. I don't know. Uh-oh. Everybody <laughs> on that TB12, man. <laughs> yeah, you know Julio is for sure. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you for watching. Please don't forget to like. Please don't forget to subscribe. Do all the things that we love for you to do. Um, Thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Two times I want to bust it on it. Boy, ain't it by spinning like wow? Could you hear me talking in the background? A little bit. Hmm. You said, Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs>
You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.